episode eight. Hello, hello, hello. This is Ashley. And this is Scott. And this is Recovering Loudly. So you want to talk about what the subject is for this week? Because we left off with... Reflection. Ref- we talked about reflection last time. Yeah, we reflected. We, yes, we reflected on how crazy it's been. So tell us what our our topic of the, of the night is. Well, as you were talking and I just vomit mouthed and cut you off. <laughs> last week you ended with uh, basically like chasing a form of perfection right in some way shape or form yes yeah so it's a good lead off to today yes so our subject is chasing perfection Mm -hmm. and perfectionism at its finest yeah so i know that it was a buzzword when you heard it Mm -hmm. it was last week when you heard it yep go ahead and tell us like why that jumped out at you and why it's important. We talked about it in therapy. Yes. Me and Kelly. So I am a perfectionist. Shocking. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Mm -hmm. And I am a control freak. Who would have thought? Shocking. Right. Same though. Yeah. And they feed off each other horribly in bad ways. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, In non-productive ways. So yeah, we talked about me chasing perfection and one of the other words was happiness that went with it. The word happiness gets thrown around. And it's not happiness, it's self-fulfillment is the real answer. Mm-hmm. So chasing perfection, I'm looking for self-fulfillment. I'm not actually looking for actual happiness. How does that make you feel? I feel better now that I know that. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be happy, I'm just trying to make my... I'm trying to self-fulfill. <laughs> I love that temporary self-fulfillment. It sounds like you're on a quest. Yeah. I'm on the quest for self-fulfillment through perfectionism. Perfectionism that I'll never be able to get. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's perfectionism. Gosh, I wish we would have picked a better word for today because apparently I can't say it. (laughs) Is a, um, I don't know. That's a big. It can be good. It can be bad. Yeah. It can be great or it can be ugly. But I think, and I don't know how you feel, but I think oftentimes perfectionism, the need to be perfect, may seem great at the time, but no. but isn't. It'll strive you for better. Yes. But then you have to leave perfection alone. You yes. have to just be like, okay, you got me here. You got me started. Now go away. Because if you're going to constantly chase being perfect... It's never going to happen. Do you think that maybe if we changed the dialogue of perfection to like motivation or ambition? Yeah, that would be better. It would be better. Mm-hmm. Because when I think of perfection, perfectionism, and my perfectionism is different. Yeah, than, everybody's is. So yeah, 100%. Because I feel like... See, I'm, I'm hyper-perfectionate though. <laughs> Unless it comes to things I ask you to do. Yeah. But that's fine. We're working through it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry guys we'll get there we'll get there um but yeah the the things that are like that you're are super important to you mm-hmm. those are gonna be the things that you're like bam 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 bam, yeah. bam. yeah mm-hmm. i have to like it has to be the best yep it has to be perfect and it's weird because i don't know how to describe my level of perfectionism perfectionism 
Like, I don't know where I stand in that. Because the control part, like, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I have control issues. We talked about this. Because if I had the power to take control of some of the things, <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. But I don't. And coping with that has been a struggle. I got to tell you. You got a tennis ball that you squeeze? No. I just die a little more each day. I guess I'm waiting for you. You put my picture on your steering wheel and then just punch it. (laughs) All you hear is beep, 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 beep. When you're done, you just take it down, put it in the center console. Nobody's got to know. Nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. Somebody cuts you off. My picture comes back out. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, somewhere close to that, even though I think that'd be a little creepy, but. Not really. (laughs) Something I do. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Because you're a petty bitch. (laughs) But. Not wrong. I know I'm not. It's fine. Um, But no, like I get, I get anxious and I'm like, I have to like talk myself down because like our situation, for example. I cannot gain control because you also have control issues. But not only that, there is nothing I can do. Like, this is your house. Mm-hmm. I can't come in here and be like, fuck it. Clickety click, 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 click. <laughs> even if I have the power, like, yeah. even if I'm logged into the website, which I am, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I will sit here and wait. I'll look at it a thousand times a day and go, has anything changed? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Has anything changed now? Nope. Okay, I'll message. I'll message your beautiful wife who has such My patience. Secretary. I'll message her and be like, so, um, is everything okay? I'm like, yay, podcast release day. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, have you talked to Scott? Or, well, he's, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, Scott. But then it's like, I don't want to bother her because she's a beautiful baby angel and she has nothing to do with this. It's not her fault. We are the way we are. Both of us on opposite sides of the spectrum. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And it's like, yeah, it's an issue. Like those are the control issues I have. But as far as like perfectionism, things don't have to be perfect, but things can't be out of line. No. Like my house doesn't have to be perfect because it's not. But, like, if it's out of line too much, oh, man. Bad shit. Oh, my gosh. And it's not even that bad. It's, like, lived in. And I'm, like, <gasps> yeah, it's destroyed. How, like, how would you describe, like, yours? Like, where do you see your perfection, perfectionism, dang it, come out? Or, like, your control come out in your um, life? My work. Yeah. Same. Yeah. My mm-hmm, work. Mm-hmm. What I expect. So do you put your viewpoints of perfectionism on other people? No. You just take on the load yourself. Yeah, because then I feel like if I do, I feel like I'm being a burden and I'm pushing too hard. And I feel like it's just me being overly controlling, overly trying to be perfect in some way, shape, or form. So it's like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll do it. Hmm. Yeah. No, I get that. You're like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. I don't want to burden them with anymore. But this has to go this way. So how do you cope with with it? Because, okay, just my personal opinion, again, um, I don't have the data to support what I'm about to say, but I feel like perfectionism and control issues can lead to multiple other 
issues. Oh, big time. You know? Um, That's what I'm talking about with Kelly right now. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see it manifesting in your life? Like, where do you see those issues? Everywhere. I look like... (laughs) So... Trying to think how to put this so I don't sound. Oh, it's okay if you want to sound a little douchey. Okay, yeah. All right. So, I mean, I've done quite a bit, right? I'm 35. Yeah. I've done quite a bit. I've been You're fortunate. Successful. I've been fortunate. Mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate. Well, I did it to myself and not in a good way. Like, I am completely overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. So, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. You're overwhelmed. That's all I know. Yeah. What, what was the what was the question? Leading How with? does it manifest in your life? Yeah. That that it caused that. It has put me to the point where it's like I was always chasing something betterment, 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 mm-hmm. betterment, betterment, betterment. Well, it worked, <laughs> but yeah. then it just it has become like holy living. You, you know my daily life. I do. I there is not a day fucking crazy. There is not a day, a single fucking day, that I cannot work. So that's interesting that you say that because I relate to you mm-hmm. on that level. I think another reason why that's what it's manifested into. Yes. Like holy shit, I gotta get up. I gotta go to work. I can't take a day off. My you know fuck my kids i can't i can't fucking be there for them fuck i gotta go to fucking work blah 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 you know yes and it's just a fucking vicious fucking circle yes and if i fail at one i feel like a piece of shit so either way it's a double-edged sword Mm-hmm. so you always feel like a piece of shit yeah. but you're always striving to not be a piece of shit yeah dude i get it it's a never-ending cycle it is a never and you if you're not stabbed at one end you're stabbed, stabbed at another yeah <laughs> no i feel that i i do the same exact thing and that's why I get so involved. I always make the joke. I always say we. When I talk about the stables, I always say we. I love that you do that too. <laughs> because I am highly in my head. I'm highly involved. I was like that at Raylan's. I'm like that at Hathaway's. I'm not like that at Uncle Nolan's yet. Give it a little more time, guys. <laughs> but I say we because I I want to be so much a part of like something cool something cool and like the solutions that's how i am if there's a problem i want to be able to help find the solution yeah and i can't walk away Mm -mm. so i'm gonna have my degree i'm gonna have my lp lcp whatever i can't think straight i'm gonna have that and i'm still gonna be working at like 15 different places because i don't know how to walk away from anywhere and i think on the level of like perfectionism and control I have this thing where I want so badly for people to know that like homegirl's good, right? And like, and I also on the other end feel so bad because there's so many people who need help. Like there's not enough people who want to work. So I have all these like wonderful places that are like, we need employees. And I'm like, I'll do it. Yeah. You want me to work every day until I can't possibly function? Of course. Gladly. Of course, allow me. Um, and then like there's school and like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do all these things. I can't. I literally have no more time in the day. But you do. But I do. And then I get like Not that you have more time. No. You still do it. I still do it. Like I'm gonna start working at I work at Uncle Nolan's like one night a week. I'm like, oh that's not a big deal. It's like three hours, right? Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. I'm helping them, making a little extra cash on the side. No biggie. And then I'm like, you know what, though? Thursday nights are free. Mm -hmm. 
They need someone on Thursday nights. So maybe I can do Thursday nights from 5 to 8, too. So now it's manifesting into another. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, because I'm. Got that itch. I'm fucked up. I tell (laughs) people all the time, I'm like, I'm just fucked up. They're like, you have three jobs. I'm like, I know, I don't. Give me time, I'll have four. Give me time, I'll have four. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's like, I I had all my shit going on. Yeah. And then I was coaching the Kiwani YMCA swim team. I know, because you're insane also. And, and finally, but you know what? Finally, I was like, Mm-mm. but then I signed up and I started coaching the the Weathersfield swim team. <laughs> and so I would do that at <laughs> six in the morning. Oh my gosh, you're insane. Six in the morning, I'd be on a pool deck. <sighs> See, I can't even give you shit because that's the shit I would do. Someone would come up to me and be like, you know what? We really need extra help. Yeah. Like if you guys called me and were like, hey, we need you to come in. And help us do fi- organize some stuff in the office at Raymond's. I'd be like, sure. Let me sure. check my schedule. Yeah. Let me see where I could squeeze that I in. For- Tuesday from four a.m. to seven a.m. Will that work? <laughs> Can and I? Me, sp- I'd be like, yep. See you there. I'll bring donuts. <laughs> and I'd be like, and coffee from Coco's. <laughs> you do that? Can Absolutely. you tell Kara? John, you got to wake up. Got to get Nicole in there earlier. <laughs> yes. Like, mm. but yeah, like it's insane. And I think one of the reasons why for me. I'm so afraid to slow down and it's not that I'm afraid to slow down. So let me rework my wording is that one, I'm striving to be better than I was when I was using Mm -hmm. always. That's my goal goal to always be better. Not even a goal. It's an ambition. It is. I always want to be better than the person I was from the, even before I started using because I was so mentally not okay. Yeah. That I got into drugs. Yep. And I'm like, I'm always going to be better than that person. Mm -hmm. Now, I know last week I said sometimes I'm mentally unwell. And when I say, (laughs) okay, so I want to clarify. Means you're just a bubble off, tick off. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes I just, sometimes my head is just fucked up. Yeah. It's okay to be that way. It's okay. It's like all the filing cabinets open at once and files fly everywhere. And I just have to put them back. Where they go until I have time to process each one individually. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're going to fly off the handle and go use and all that. Exactly. No, it just means oh, pump the fucking brakes. I'm having a bad day. Yeah, and sometimes life catches up to me yeah. and I just have to work through it, damn it. And sometimes uh, that's the best lesson. It is. It's a great reminder. It is. And that's when I know like I need to make life changes. Yeah. And that's kind of where I've been the last two weeks. It's like what in my life needs to change to make it to where I'm not feeling like this. I've That happened yeah. to me today. Or last not today. Last week. Yeah. 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 Where it's like, okay. Yeah. What needs to change? Yep. And yeah. it's like, where's that? And it's like making those choices. Like you gotta have time for yourself. Yep. But also I'm a big fan of the hustle. And like a lot of people are like, screw so, yeah. Screw hustle culture. And I'm like, I love hustle love, culture. Oh, that's me all day. I love the grind. I do too. The dirty grind. The dirty grind. We talked a couple weeks ago about um like, look the at, squirreling away money and shit. Yeah. It's like I like knowing that I have security. I never have had independent security like this before. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'll be damned if I ever feel the way I did. Before, yeah. before I got my shit together, I will never feel that way again. Nope. And that's part of like the com- perfectionism controlling thing mm-hmm. and like happiness. Okay. So tying that in, 
do you feel, and I know you, we had talked about happiness being self-fulfillment. Oh my God. That was a hard one. And that's what you're chasing. But do you feel happiness in knowing that even though you are, it's a lot of it is self-fulfillment, but like you can say from where you were to where you are now that you've kind of like, you made it Mm -hmm. and you're making it. Mm -hmm. Do you like, dang it. It's the gold microphone. (laughs) It's the gold microphone. Um, so do you think that's all like self fulfillment or do you think some of it is just that you're chasing like the happiness part? Like, yeah, no. Yeah. I was chasing what I thought was happiness. Yeah. It wasn't. It was, it was self-fulfillment. So I had the two completely crossed Mm -hmm. and now I'm learning what happiness is and what self self fulfillment is. And there is a difference. There's a huge difference. Yeah. So no, I was, I was to quote chasing happiness, but I didn't know what happiness was and I had it confused with self fulfillment. So do you know what happiness is now? I'm learning. Do you have first moment I ever, I ever realized actual happiness. Yeah. Like truthfully mm-hmm. was February 13th of this year. What happened? I turned 35 and I went to my son's swim meet. My son the day prior, uh, had a timing error. So he missed his regional cut. Oh yeah. I remember us talking about this. Yes. And he got to re-swim. Yes. And he made his regional cut and I hadn't had a lot of good birthdays growing up. Yeah. I I had shitty ones. So that one hit and it hit hard. And I kept tearing up all day and I kept lying and I kept saying, oh, my allergies are bad. Pulled the whole, I'm a man. Be a man. (laughs) Wipe your eyes and say it's allergies. I'm so tough. So in like that moment and that's when I was like, oh, that's happiness. Self-fulfillment doesn't come anywhere near that feeling. That's when I learned. Dude, I get it. It's usually, I find that happiness comes in the form of my children. Yeah. It was an aha moment too. It was like, mm-hmm. aha. Ah. That's what that is. Yeah. I Do you think that because of the struggles you experienced when you were younger, that happiness has been, was so far removed from your life that it was, it's taken this long to really find what I had happiness. no happiness growing up. Legit. I couldn't tell you when I was a child what happiness was. I put that on everything I love. I have one moment in my life where I felt truly happy and it was with my Australian shepherd and him and I were, he was my dog. I got him when I was three. I had him until I was 18. He was my dog and loyal, loyal as the day is long, but him and I'd run around and that damn dog would jump into like these bushes. So he had birds and I don't know what it was about that spring day. And I remember it. I was probably 10 years old and I remember just this most euphoric 
genuine happiness. And that is like the only time I remember that feeling other than February 13th of this year. I love how you, I love that you have the ability to pull out these moments. So like intentionally, I was wearing a, um, red, white, and blue Nike windbreaker quarter zip 90 style. It was the USA ones. Yes, yes, yes. I had one of those on and I had a pair of black, like swishy pants. That's just insane. Like That's we how need my memory to, works. We just need to have a whole podcast about photographic memory yeah. and do some research because I just like, I want to like dive into that. But like, I want to dive into people like you where it's like, how do I not remember shit? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. Please tell me. We're going to just therapy ourselves and just do a lot of research and figure out what the hell is actually going on in our brains. Right. But, um, no, I find that interesting that you have these moments of like, Oh, I knew I was happy. Yeah. I'm glad that you're able to start distinguishing the difference between self-fulfillment and like The human mind is, a, is an amazing thing if you learn how to use it. It is. I'm still working on that. But You'll I'm, always work on it. That I've learned. Yes, it is. And I think people expect you just to... A, a, people expect a lot of themselves in the form of healing and... Um, FaceTime. My brother's FaceTiming me, but healing. You know you were talking about his big old brain. Oh my gosh. <laughs> after this, I gotta, I'm gonna call him back after this and be like, oh my gosh, that's so funny that we were just. What movie was it when they used like telekinesis to know the aliens? What movie was that? Was it Aliens? No. And they knew that they were doing something? What movie was it? Anyway. Um, perfection. <laughs> Anyways, we digressed again. Um, what was I talking about? Now? Your brother FaceTiming you and his big old brain? No. Uh, um, before that? Before I don't know. that. I don't know either. Oh, about how I think it's funny that we can pinpoint these moments of happiness, like pure happiness, mm-hmm. in comparison to the moments of self-fulfillment. Yeah. Because... You know, I told you that, like, I have a hard time remembering things, but I can remember moments of pure happiness. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything else I'm doing is because I set such high standards standards and expectations of myself mm-hmm. that it's a self-fulfilling thing. Yeah. And I'm not like, you know, like, I love all my jobs. Yeah. I love, okay, I love bartending at the stables. It's so much fun. And I love working at Hathaway's and Uncle. No- Honestly, I really love all of my jobs and my employers are great, but I can't be like, I am so happy. Yeah. No. No. And I have good times, but like actual happiness, I feel those moments are when I slow down and I just take a minute and enjoy whatever moment I'm in with my children. Bingo. And I, and I feel it cause Okay. You know, I hear a random moment of happiness. Yeah. I was like in the middle of like going to text my brother. But anyways, so when I moved into the house that I'm in now, the boys had their own bedrooms, right? But we didn't really like we worked a little bit on Ethan's room and Colton. He was just like a little guy, right? Mm. So he like had some like his room was done, but it wasn't like cool. Yeah. Um, And then when. I got divorced and I started using, there was like, it was chaos, right? Colton didn't have a room really. 
and he didn't really have his own room when I was getting sober and all those things. So Colton really never had his own room. For Christmas last year, I worked with my mom and my former mother-in-law. Um, she painted Colton's room, but my mom and I put this stuff up and did all the other things. And I was so happy that he was going to have his own room. Yeah. That it was his. Like, he didn't have to share a room with his brother anymore. And I cried. I know, like, when I'm really happy, when I've been put in a moment of pureness and happiness because I get just as emotional as when I'm sad. Sad. And I cried, and it felt so good knowing that this this wasn't about me. It wasn't about what I did. It was about the fact that my son was going to have his own space. Both my sons were going to have their own space after years. Joy. Yeah, of not having their own space. And I was probably more excited than he was. It was pure joy. It was. It was pure joy. And, like, every time, like, my kids say or do something sweet, I get... Which is actually quite a bit. I have very sweet children. I don't know how I manage that. But I get little like like mini, you know, when your heart warms up, you feel yeah. it. When your heart warms up a little bit. Get that. Uh-huh. And like little bouts of happiness. But those yeah. it's those long ones. It's those long ones that you just soak in and yeah. you're just like, this is the life. Yeah. And I think that's why I work so hard. Mm-hmm. For those moments of happiness. And people are like, well, you. That's what I'm learning. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. See, we know. Um, You know, and on that note, I'm 35 years old. I didn't really experience. I may have, but I didn't know it because I wasn't looking for it. And I may have took it for granted at some point in my life. So anybody out there that's struggling with this, and if you think you're not, look for, like, the trigger word for me on that is the word joy. Because joy isn't cross-used with truly anything else. No. It's joy, right? Like yeah. it's it's a joyous mm-hmm. moment. So look for those truly joyous moments in your life. That's when you're going to realize that is what happiness is. Yes, because happiness can come off as looking at something else. And yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, man. And I think this is where I struggle. You know, we shouldn't work so much and we should. But honestly, if I'm not doing anything, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love hanging out with my kids. Like, they are so chill and I love chilling with them. But it's like, I I think there has to be that balance of working hard to have those moments of pure joy. Yeah. And then like, I don't know. It's it's something that I know I do. Like, I'm going to hustle hard. We have a vacation in November. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Florida. And guess what's that, what's that going to bring? Pure happiness. You're, there's nothing. You're going to love your kids going. Where are you guys going? We're going to go to Walt Disney World. We're going to go to Universal Studios. How happy are you going to be? When yeah. you see your kids going to Disney World. Yeah. Well, Ethan has been a few times, but Colton's never been. So this is like a whole thing for him. Yeah. And it's like, that is why, because when you're with somebody all the time, right? I don't care how cute they are or how little they are. It gets annoying after a minute. You oh, need does. You need minutes. Yeah. 
And when you are working hard and you're putting all this blood, sweat, and tears, and you're, even though I can't, I don't see my kids as much, I still see them a lot. I mean, they live with me. They're there. I'm there. Right. But I know that all this hard work is going to pay off, that we are going to go do this super cool thing. Yep. And they are going to be so happy and their happiness is going to make me happy. And that's not self-fulfilling. No. And then later on where your happiness will come back around is they're going to respect you for all the hard work. Yeah. And that right there will lead to happiness. Yes. And I think they do. I think I'm very fortunate that they recognize. Well, they will even more later. I know. I know. Because when they get older, they'll understand more. Yeah. We don't need to talk about them getting older though. (laughs) That does not bring me happiness or joy, by the no, way. No, I know. I'm having a hard time with having a teenager, let alone thinking about oh, anything God past Oh, God bless them. you. I've got, <laughs> I've got three years left, four years left. Yeah, you, st- you still yeah. have time. Um, So I know that we are ending our time for this episode. So our takeaway today, Scott, do you want to do it? Yeah. Yeah, what's our takeaway for the day? Don't chase happiness. No. If you're going to chase something and you feel like you have to just, what's the word? Self, um, self-fulfillment. Self-fulfillment. We're getting there guys. See, No, my problem is, is uh short-term memory. Seriously. <laughs> so I have long-term memory loss. He has short-term memory yeah, loss. We're terrible. getting through it guys. So yeah. Don't chase happiness. Chase self-fulfillment in good ways. Healthy ways. In healthy ways, controllable ways, and in ways that don't impede on your life. Exactly. And it's okay to admit when you have problems with control and being a perfectionist, it's yeah. just learning how to handle it in healthy, mm, healthy ways that also go with your self-fulfillment yep. and being able to find happiness. It's all a balancing act. So Nobody's perfect and nothing's guaranteed. I think that's a good ending point. Thank you for listening to Recovering Loudly.